When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. Yeah. But did Tevin quit? I look up and he's just gone. Oh, there he is. Uh, sorry. I Why may... are you showing me your armpit? I may I'm have. I the screen is his armpits like this. Like, what the hell are you doing? I may have done something. But he's an asshole. Oh, Brittany did it? Yes. She, what happened? The, so the intro music starts playing. We're all ready to go. And she's talking about how good she looks in the, the light here. And she goes, I look great. You look worse, but I look great. And so I'm like, well, thanks for that. You look washed out and like a little sick. That's what you want to say to a black man is you look washed out. Like, uh, I just, I thought, I listen, I thought the lighting worked for me. I don't know if it works for you. Maybe we have to do every other day. Don't worry, I'll be back in my closet tomorrow. Don't worry. You look very pale, actually. Brittany, on my end, you look very pale. But less, like, extreme white last time. Honky. Last time I was powder. Powder, that's exactly right. All right, um, I got to run something by you guys because, you know, I try to make it very, very clear to people. But, you know, the problem is if you're not locked into one side or the other, that neither side likes you and you put up with all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Correct. Because I basically, I see, I... You know, I favor some things on the left and I favor some things on the right, which apparently is against the law now. You you got to either be all in or we hate you. I mean, that's just how it is. But I got to ask you a question, whether it's far right, far left or whatever in this situation. I do not understand why Americans are standing by allowing people to vacate our schools to shelter illegal immigrants. And they call them migrants, I know, but they're here illegally. I'm sorry. Uh, not according to the, you know, the people in the White House. They think it's all great. But here's my problem. Because now we've gotten to the I've stood by and been kind of silent about the whole thing. Because you don't want to see any human being suffer. But a lot of this is not about that. I just don't understand how you can tell our children you can't come to school today because we have to make sure that the people who are going to vote for us are safe. That's all this is about, you know. This is, the only reason they're kissing their ass like that is so they'll vote for them. Yeah. You're rigging an election, and you're showing our children in school how to rig an election. Is that a good idea? No. No, it's not. Why are we doing this? I don't know. I just feel like I have no... I, there's such a... I, I get so bummed at the lack of control that any of us have over any of this. and it, I agree. It takes me to a place of, uh, I don't know. Well, you, we got to know. We got to wake up and stop letting these people ruin our lives because they they are going to destroy our lives if we let them do it. They're a bunch of greed-soaked, selfish pigs. That's what they are. Yeah. I try to watch some of these, you know, speeches and this and that, and I go, "You're lying your ass off." Yeah. Whatever. And then, oh, you suck. No, you suck more than I suck. How? What kind of image is that for our young teens and our children? It's embarrassing. Why, why isn't anybody standing up on a national stage saying, look, this has got to stop. We cannot let you kick our kids out of school, put them in there. And I'd, look, I don't want them getting wet, of course, because it never rains in Mexico, uh, apparently. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's what I understand. Why didn't you go to, instead of vacating a school, why didn't you put them up in the Target Center or something? There's nobody there most of the day, is there? Yeah, great point. Especially those floors yeah. they emptied. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, 
I'm not even pissed off about this stuff anymore. I just, I cannot believe we're that stupid that we're letting these scummy human beings known as politicians ruin our lives just so they can make more money. Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah, and it is weird that they chose a school to house the migrants. Like, there's got to be how many skyscrapers in New York? I'm assuming (laughs) maybe one or two office buildings might not be... uh, completely filled with hardworking employees. So right. why can't we have, you know, make a, do a makeshift shelter there? I'm sure there's some old hotel that's in the process of being, you know, getting ready to be torn down or whatever else. There's, there's gotta be options other than interrupting the education of the youth. No, if that's a great point. And by the way, I, I, I'm going to call uh, Joe Biden later on today and go, Hey Joe, by the way, if you want a bunch of people to be safe so they can vote for you, so you can basically rig an election, uh, We'll put them up in the old Target building because there's nobody in there anymore. See? So if you need to put them up somewhere, we'll put them up in the old Target building. What is that, like 15 floors, something like that? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Or even like when hurricanes you know, go through the south and they'll mm-hmm. take people and move them to you know, a safer area, they'll put them in a, like a football stadium or a you know, basketball arena. I'm sure there's an arena somewhere where you can say, hey, this team, you're going to now play your, all of your home games over you know, across the street at a different stadium because we're going to house these people. Like there's yeah. workarounds that make more sense than this. Yeah, I just I don't want anybody suffering or getting you know little children being rained on and scared because they're outdoors. But you don't vacate your school to put people in there. Uh, it just it's so you've made it so obvious you're trying to rig the election that I just and these are the same. Look, I don't like it when either side does this kind of thing. That's why I tend to be a centrist. Yes, I'm right on some things. I'm left on other things. And what's that that's caused me in Minnesota is a lot of misery because I don't agree with anybody, basically, Mm -hmm. because it's either way left or way right. And that's just how it is. It's like, no, there most of us are in the middle. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think that's the problem, right? Like, yeah, the the middle doesn't make any money for them. Well, exactly, because they're much harder to buy their vote, I suppose. Yeah, I imagine that's what it is. They want lines drawn in the sand and divisiveness, and that's that's how they, yeah, make money. So, but it, it's so hurtful what they're doing to our children. You should not be doing that to it. You're basically telling our kids you're not as important as people mm-hmm. who got here illegally. That's basically what they're telling the children. Or just in general, right? yeah, like yeah. You're, you don't matter. You don't yeah, kinda, matter. You, it kind of says, kids, you don't matter. We got important things to do, like rigging an election here. And I'm saying, look, both sides do it. I'm not just pointing out. In this case, it's it's the left, mm-hmm. the far left. But the far right has done some of the same shady bullshit, too. And I'm not even mad about it. I'm just going, it's so obvious now what you scumbags are doing yeah. that you got to comment on it. You do what you do. And, and again, I know that the newspapers and the, a lot of the TV stations got me painted as a far right psychopath. And oh, my God, wow. my mother was a hardline Democrat. I adored my mother, my sister. Also, my sister, Bobby's very, very far left. There's no question. I love my sister, but I have friends also. I don't really have friends on the far left, I guess. You know, I'm leaning, you know, hard left. Yes. But I don't mind. I pointed out yesterday. Most of my friends lean left and some of them more than just a little. I have no problem with that at all. Why do they have such a problem with the fact that I won't move off the middle toward one party or the other? They have a huge problem with that. I don't get that. Do you understand that? Mm-mm. Maybe it's time to grow up. What, what? do you think? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? We can't all grow, us? grow up, we Peter. Grow up. Fine, I'll grow up. Mm. Honest to God, it's just, it's unbelievable. But again, I mean, here's our every day now, every day. The first story is shooter named. (laughs) Jesus, every day? It's a lot. This one's up in Cloquet, apparently. Homicides as cops seek a motive why this person did it. Uh, Well, here you go, though. Three ideas for using Minnesota State Park's winter free day. So that's good. Nice. That's some good news for you right there, but... I'll vote for that. You've got my vote. Start again. <laughs> right? And I'm look, I don't like it either when I tune into the, you know, like, well, let's say Fox in this case, because I think there's Fox and One America News are the only only conservative ones, and then you got a bunch of, of, of liberal ones on the other side. Or progressive. Liberal's not a word anymore. It's progressive, right? Like the soup? Yeah. 
Oh, oh I like progressive. Now we're talking. Um, but anyway, again, I am not upset about this. It's just I am shocked that you've gotten so obvious that you're trying to rig the election. And nobody cares. Will I die if they keep getting elected? No. I'll still live my life and all the rest of it. But I just, this whole thing with these people attacking each other on the national news. Oh, the left sucks. Oh, the right sucks. Oh, my God. It's basically become all-star wrestling. Yeah. Hadn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Unfortunate. Um, Judd, we don't have any room for you on the show today, so we're going to put you on uh, Joe Souchere's show because we just you, you, we can't let these people wait outside. We're going to have a migrant on in your place instead, okay? <laughs> Sush would be thrilled to talk sports. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sush, though, man. Joe Souchere and I were going at each other way, like 1986, 87, 88, going after each other on the air. And now I just think the guy, he's a great guy. He's a very smart man. I mean, you guys all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Don't tell him I said this, by the way. Don't even bring it up. No, my lips are sealed. <clears throat> but yeah, he's, uh, he and I have got, Sue, uh, Royce, still leans a little away from Uncle Tommy. He doesn't like coming near me too much, but, you know, that's cool. Whatever. I think you said time. that, I think you told me that, that there was a time where, where you guys were actually golfing buddies right didn't you and royce well, golf together a few times i don't know if you'd call it golf necessarily what we were doing you hit a you hit a small white ball <laughs> yes. is what i heard <laughs> that's exactly right no look let me be very honest and this is something that most people wouldn't do even if i it's not like royce and i don't get along we just don't go around each other anymore i haven't seen him in person in years he, he came to my house several times and i lived out in dayton and very pleasant and all the rest of it but uh, I've mentioned this before on the old Q show that Royce is a brilliant writer. I hope people understand. Well, first of all, the writers in Minnesota tend to be very, very good. Do Minnesotans know that? I don't know about that. That's a good question. I don't know, but yeah, because you're right. Such, Such is great too. And when great he wrote, writer. and when he wrote at the Old Tribune, you know, was a sports columnist, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you're in a situation, and this is my opinion, 100. percent I understand that. But you're living in a state which is, you know, well, politically, it's a psychopath heaven. People in Minnesota are nuts about politics. I don't know how that ever happened. But I hope you understand we have some of the best writers in America. We have some of the best news reporters on television in America, some of the greatest radio stations in America. Do people not realize how good Minnesota really is in the media business? That's a very good question. I think the uh, current uh, climate towards towards th- those of us in this b- business might not be as um, positive as it once was. <laughs> because it's too opinionated? Is that what it is? Yeah, too opinionated, and I think we get blamed for a lot. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a good point. It, it's a very good point. I mean, hell, you know, Glenn Taylor, what, what he's done with, with the Star Tribune, keeping it not only afloat but vibrant. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at what's happened, one, one of the saddest things, I think, uh, from uh, – um, media perspective is what's happened to some of the great heritage newspapers yes you know chicago tribune and los angeles times i mean hell going back to you know my youth uh the st louis post dispatch was a great paper the des moines register was a really good paper and those papers are all now you know just shells of what they once were and the star tribune actually still has a ton of space and looks really good I would agree with that. And I, is that a Minnesota thing, Judd? Because I don't, I travel around a lot. You know, I travel several times a, a week and some weeks, some I don't travel at all. But sure. as I go around, you don't see newspaper boxes anywhere anymore. They're just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose, you know, subscriptions, obviously, the way they want to go anyway. But yeah, those old newspaper boxes, man, they were great when you were flying, go to the airport, you just go buy about 75 newspaper boxes on your way to the airplane. I love that. That that was actually, you know what, when I, I was uh, covering the Vikings and traveling, that was one of my favorite things to do was to buy, you know, the yes. first thing that you would do when you touched down was buy a, a paper or a couple yep. of papers from that town. Uh, but I mean, they've just been so stripped down by these, you know, by how things have gone. And mm-hmm. it's really, really sad because, I mean, the Chicago Tribune still exists. It's just not. I mean, it once was one of the great papers right. in the entire country. Right. I mean, brilliant writers. We talked about Joe Souchere and 
Patrick Royce, and we could go down many, many other names of, of local people, sports people, news reporters, all the rest of it. I do hope that, that Minnesotans do understand we have some of the best reporting. Now, it got too political again because the ownership or whatever liked one party or another. Uh, I really wish, I think to tell you the truth, our local news people on Channel 5 for you know, are really, really good. Nine and 11, I don't know, because I don't watch them uh, because they're not exactly huge fans of mine either. So we just kind of go, why don't you wait over there? You go over <laughs> there and I'll watch Channel 4 and 5. But again, uh, there's a big Sicilian over on Channel 4. He's a good buddy of mine, you know, so I got What am I going to say? I don't watch him. Of course I watch him. He's a friend of mine. Right. I mean, same with Channel 5. I don't like Chris Eggert, but I do it anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's tough to deal with. That's the problem, oh. Chris. I mean, he's high maintenance. You know, it's true. Bad um, mood a lot of times. It's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'll close with this: because the national news now is so incredibly negative. I would like to point these things out. It's a wonderful place to live. Most of the people, let's say fifty-one percent of the people, are really decent people, and some are flaming assholes. There's no doubt about that. But our newspapers have been good. They've gotten too political for me, but, you know, they lean one way, unfortunately. Our local news reporting is fantastic, both the anchors and the reporters. A lot of great stuff going on in Minnesota. Do you think Minnesotans understand how good it is? Uh, probably not fully because there's not a reference point, right? right. Like, like you're right. here, and so you, you just assume that it's like this in the rest of the country. Um, so yeah. my, guess is, my yeah. guess is no, but I don't know that I, I completely blame them because – to your point, they don't travel. You know, if you travel, you sort of see that. Yeah. Um, and yep. the disintegration, you know, of like newspapers in different cities and things like that. So my guess is no, but I don't know that I completely would point the finger at them and say that it's their fault. No, I understand. And we'll close with this. I think what we should do is kind of what they did yesterday with the high school kids, only in reverse, that if either on the right or the left, you get too far we're going to put you in prison for a while just so you can settle down, right? <laughs> you should get a jail sentence if you get too nuts. Be more accepting and more giving and more loving because you're massive pains in the ass when it comes to politics. Both of you, uh, far right and far left, right? I think the crowding problem in jails would cause a problem here, Tom. I think you have a lot of people. I'm, I think you have to build new jails. Oh, more <laughs> jobs. <laughs> jobs creation, yeah, Brittany. 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 Good point. Jobs. Creating jobs. That's all we're doing here on the morning show is creating jobs. And that's what we're going to continue to do forever. And that's all there is to it. In any case, um, I don't know if I would care to get on an airplane and fly and then get off the airplane and play basketball. That cannot be too easy, I wouldn't think. So what happened yesterday, correct? Yeah. Well, and the, and the Timberwolves, unfortunately, because they... It, the, the assumption, because they, they also, they not only got on the airplane in Orlando and flew to Boston, but they also sat Gobert and Mike Conley, two of their key players, and they almost yeah. won the damn game. They blew, they blew it at the end. Yeah. That's the yeah. incredible thing. They almost won. Now, you do have to keep in mind, though, you are flying like in a, you know, charter jet. Yeah. Right. So you could probably sleep pretty well there. And then you're going to a five-star hotel to, to prepare. <laughs> so it's not like it's not like the no. normal schlep who's, yeah. you know, sitting in coach and then going to the, you know, take your pick, Motel 6 or Super 8 or something. So it's a pretty good lifestyle. But, yeah, that would be uh, that would be a long day. I will say that. But they damn near won. They did. You're absolutely. And you, I pointed this out by coincidence just yesterday that I was once called to do a bunch of commercials for Miller Beer in Milwaukee when I was in Palm Springs and there are no direct flights from Palm Springs to Milwaukee. I will tell you that at least there weren't. So I had to go to Los Angeles, get on an airplane, fly to Milwaukee, do the commercials, fly back to Los Angeles, get back over to Palm Springs and and, and attend the uh, morning meeting of Capitol Records. So I've been through that before. It is very tiring. Now, Orlando to Boston's not as far as that, but it's far enough, I think. Right. Right. Yeah, that's not that's and I think the problem was, too, they're supposed to fly out after the game against the Magic a couple nights ago, but they couldn't because of the weather. So Mm -hmm. that would be my one question is, did did, did they get off on time? Now, it sounds like the East was getting socked pretty good with the storm. So 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. The weather all over America has been unbelievable. And is this all really El Nino? Is that true? Oh, I have no clue. Oh, I mean, I've seen those stories. I don't know what's what now. I don't either, but, uh, you know, it's it's un, it's unfortunate. The Timberwolves, though, are, have gotten much, much better. Uh, it was very sad to watch a guy who just kicked everybody's ass in college football forever and decided to uh, retire. Nick Saban, I've always admired that guy. I I met him once for briefly for about, I don't know, two, three-minute talk. Very mm-hmm. reserved guy, but a very nice guy. And, man, has there ever been a better college coach? Um. I mean, he's among the top five all time. Yep. You know what, Bear? You got your Bear Bryant's. You've got you know that old school list. But and did, did you see the news this morning that the Patriots yeah. and Bill Belichick are parting ways? Yeah, and this is yeah. after um, uh, Seattle and Carroll now yeah. are, are no more. So yeah, it seems right. like there's a lot of right. long. And the Titans fired Vrabel, which kind of seems like that came out of left field, at least from right. outside looking in. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of tenured coaches and successful coaches that are you know either retiring or moving on to new ventures. God, that is sad, though. The no Nick Saban's going to be tough because, man, I loved watching that guy. No question about it. College football still to me, although I think you pointed out yesterday, good luck to the Gophers when they rearrange that uh, conference because, oh. man, is that a tough conference now. Well, and it's got it's going to have, what, 18, 20? I mean, and they're going – and it's going to be, at least for the time being now, it's going to be one conference. They're not going to break it up into divisions for now. So – the Gophers are going to get lost in that shuffle. I got a smart-ass email from a listener just now that said, Tom, why don't you tell the whole story and tell the truth what happened? It wasn't just the fact that it went from Orlando to Boston. In mid-flight, the door flew off just like it did on Alaska Airlines. <laughs> so that's the reason they lost the game, because the door fell off the airplane. <laughs> well, how about that How about that story, the door flying? How did no one die? That's crazy. I, I agree. How the hell did no one get sucked out yeah. of the airplane? So I know. from what I heard was because everybody, they were still at an altitude where everybody had to have their seatbelts on. So oh. when, and I've never been on an airplane where there's been a hole in the side of it, but no. from what I've been told is there's an initial <laughs> like suction thing that where if you were standing up, you'd probably get taken out. But after that, then the pressure is equalized. So there's no sure. more like wind or, or not wind, but no more like pressure to pull you out. Yeah, suction. Yeah. I, I will tell you what, you do know, luckily, there was nobody sitting in that row. Yeah. That's a stroke of luck there, baby, because I think, I don't care if you had a seatbelt or not, you probably would have gotten sucked out of that airplane if you were sitting right next to it. Well, that's why you got to put your phone in airplane mode, because yeah. otherwise yeah. stuff like that happens. Right. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to do that anymore, do you? You don't have to put your, your – unless you're taking off and landing, you do not have to have your phone in airplane mode anymore, do you? No. Well, no. I mean, now they offer Wi-Fi yeah. and stuff, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> right. okay. How? Right. Yeah. <laughs> seems like the biggest I, scam ever. I kind of miss – something about being very unavailable to people is rare now. I kind of miss that opportunity yeah. to be oh, very but, unavailable. Yeah. Brittany, you're 100% right. You can't hide anymore. That is the problem. Oh. It's unfortunate. Sad, but but true. It's impossible to hide now because, first of all, you know, if you don't answer your phone, I'm going to go check all the cameras on the light posts and see what the video says. Honestly, God, you're on video constantly. Yeah. You're available constantly. Yeah. It's a whole different world. You're right. You are correct. So what do we got? Anything, any news at all about, because it's, you know, January 11th. Uh, yeah. we're about a month away from spring training. So what are the big moves the twins are making? Cause they're my favorite team in town. Oh, let me check my notes. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing. That would be the moves they're making. Yeah. They have done nothing. Now they claim they're claiming that, you know, ordinarily it's late January where we do things. And so, you know, don't be surprised, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's been, as far as the hot stove goes, Tom, the hot stove has been turned off. That is a wonderful situation, honest to God. Uh, I just, you know, I, I'm sorry to bring this up again, but I, my new screen, my, Andy came over and completely redid Studio A, which uh, I don't know where the hell. I guess Catherine's a lot smarter than I thought she was because Andy didn't get his intelligence from me. I can promise you that <laughs> it didn't come from there. But yeah, that boy is smart. He and it's not just because he's my son. He he put this whole thing together. It was unbelievable. I mean, he just did it last night. They get it this morning. Talk to AJ. AJ goes, yeah, hit the plus. I hit the plus. We're good to go. Everything's great. 
I mean, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And you guys look, I would say a 14-year-old screen, it was. My screen, as of until yesterday, was 14 years old. You guys looked a little muddled when I looked at you toward the end. You're telling us we look good? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Four good lookers right there, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers to that. A 14-year-old screen worked. I'm amazed by that. I know. And, by the way, the computer itself was 14 years old, too. But I suppose if I only used it a month or so, a year until just a few years ago, until five years ago, I suppose it didn't really get used very much, so it held on for a longer time, I guess. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does give me like a little bit of job security because I feel like with the new system, you're going to at least want to do the show for another week. And that's all I really care <laughs> about. About a week. About a week should do it. Perfect. There's no question about it. Actually, I talked to Bernie Lauer last night for quite some time. We're just kind of working things out, moving toward uh, 2024 and a new year for the whole situation. Because remember, this show didn't start until basically March 1st last year. So we only had a 10-month run, and it had a great 10-month run. And we have a great start to 2024 as well. But, uh, I, you know, I'm not trying to suck up or anything. It's this the thing. It's so hard for me to do this. But I really like the people at Hubbard. I wish I could meet one person in management that I didn't like. I go, except for that one son of a bitch. I hate him. I bet I could find one. Could you? <laughs> Brittany will keep looking for you. I'll keep an eye out. Um, no, I, they're, they're really nice there. I think, too, you're in such a good mood could because Ethan's there. I feel like this oh, week God, you've been yes. in such a great mood because you had a little toddler destroying your house. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's hat, hat. So I put a hat on. Different, different. <laughs> I put another hat on. Different. He will not let go of my hand. He holds on. Well, you saw him. He came in studio yesterday. Yeah. I can't remember if it was during this show or during the, the family show, but no, it was. I think it was this show. He came on and sat in my life. That kid is such a loving kid. It's just. And I got to be nice to him because he's almost about half my size and he's two. Yeah. Man, it's a big kid. Anyway, getting back to what we were talking about here, I just, uh, is there anything? Oh, Jesus, you got to get going. I'm sorry, pal. We held you a little too long there. Oh, that's okay. Um, No, there's really nothing good because while the Wolves (laughs) blew their game, the Wild got absolutely smoked seven to two in Dallas last night. So there's really nothing. I didn't come on here with a a positive (laughs) agenda of sports discussion. Shocking. I know. I finally get get to say this after I met him in 1975. So we're almost 49 years. I can finally say live on the air, that damn John Hines. It's a different John Hines, but what's the difference? Feels good. (laughs) Same name. Yeah, exactly right. I talked to John the other day. You know, he's a big time, big, big shot TV guy. Yeah. Oh, look at John Hines. Oh, you think you're better than us? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i love john too like i said i've known him for 49 years and the, the john Hines spells his h h y n e s doesn't he our coach yes uh, i thought yeah. so yeah he does so i'll make it clear whether i'm talking about the i Hines or the y Hines. it makes a big difference doesn't it yes yes well, no question because one's having success right now and one's not well that's <laughs> that's a very good way the i Hines is having far more success than the y Hines these days this is true but just just a lovely man, John Hines, the radio guy. Just a, what a great guy, good voiceover guy, the whole deal. I know this is hard to believe, but he has a new girlfriend. Gee, John, you have a new girlfriend? When did that? That's never happened before. What are you talking about? John Hines okay. leaves him for the rest of us. Am I right? <laughs> exactly, Brittany, right on the money. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Judd, uh, we will talk to you again on, uh, well, we won't talk to you Monday because it's Martin Luther King Day. Uh, no, you'll talk to me on uh, Tuesday. Oh, you're gonna come on on Tuesday instead. So you're you're gonna. You're well, gonna Phil's on Monday. Phil's on Fridays and. Oh, that's Monday. right. Monday or Friday. What the hell? So am I about? Uh, no, I'll be back for, for my regularly scheduled appearance on Tuesdays. You know what's weird is I literally thought it was Friday today. That's why I just said that. It's like no, uh, yeah. but Phil's on on Friday. Am I begging for the weekend? Is that what I'm doing? I, I mean, think so. we could pretend it's Friday. Right. <laughs> hey, I'll see you on Tuesday. We can do that deal. <laughs> John, great work with you, pal, and we will talk to you again. Awesome. Tuesday. Talk to you then. Bye. Thanks, pal. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Great stuff coming up. A lot of great guests booked, by the way, tip of the cap, because I know when they don't get booked, they say, hey, you didn't book any guests, so I want to say 
three guests in a row, I think, booked uh, really good guests. No question about it. Coming Two coming up today, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Is one of them John Hines? Uh, no, but one of them is uh, your boy Mick Sterling for the Family Hour. Oh, is he coming up too? I didn't yeah. see him. Is he coming yeah. on today? Yeah, he's technically on at 11 for the Family Hour, so it's not on the morning portion of it. But Oh, he's on the Family yeah. deal. Okay. Wow, now, he's just a great guy. He and Doug Sprinthal are really good friends too. Yeah. Nice people. Okay. We'll take a break. Be right back. Continue right after this. You know the song Kokomo is supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys Island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's the reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, which it is, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful this is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new, like a retirement home, let's say, or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund. I love Kristen. She's great who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Magnificent. Just talk to you. Michael Bryant, yesterday, as a matter of fact, you know uh, what you do do, you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, what are you, a stealthy uh, robber now? You're all dressed in black so you can sneak in and rob people and then leave? I am a stealthy robber, and there's nothing that says stealth like a 50-year-old one-legged man. We, <laughs> we see you, Chris. You're not going to get by us today. 
I, I mean, I can't walk down the hall without clicking or clanking right. or there's some kind of noise or you're just pulling like a pink Panther type heist as you're, you know, climbing through laser <laughs> wires to get expensive paintings. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Chris, uh, Chris, I have to warn you up front. You have to be really, really nice to Brittany today because she got her Marilyn Monroe lighting now. So she's all impressed with her own looks. So you know, you, you do look very uh, lit up over there, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, she's Thank always you. lit up. Thank you. You know what? I feel like I look like a model today and the lighting has really helped me, but it's really hurt Tevin. So we try not to bring it up too much. This is lighting for me and Tevin doesn't look as good at it, but he's sacrificing just for today. I'll be back in my closet, my terribly lit closet tomorrow. Perfect. Listen, Tevin's a handsome man. He looked good no matter what the lighting is. That is true. Like me at a 10 and him at a 5, he's still hotter than me. Okay, let's all calm down. You think that's probably true? Yeah. I'm just looking up at the screen right now. I just don't fit in. I mean, look at all you stunningly handsome and beautiful people. And then I'm up there in the middle kind of just, oh, I'm the cab driver apparently. Because I'm, you know, up there in the center. I'm driving the cab. Well, I think you job. look very handsome, Tom. Mm -hmm. And to nice all the try. cab drivers listening right now, you're handsome too. Yes. Don't worry. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're fine as hell, and you yeah. know it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to pass it along to a couple of you know, Doug Sprinthal used to be a cab driver. Okay, maybe not all of them. Though. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mike Gelfand was a cab driver. All right. Definitely not Dude, all of them. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to have Gelfand as a cab driver. Yeah, can you imagine him sitting up in the front seat? <laughs> the whole time it would be fantastic you get in the taxi what do you want right. <laughs> that's pretty much what would happen to we're not making that up ladies and gentlemen that is what would happen that's pretty Maybe awesome this cab driver i don't know what the hell ever so mr Eggert, what's going on and i mean one thing i gotta be honest with you is every day and i know they have to report it in the in the in print you know star tribune and the national news every day it's who murdered who now Every day, it's not just uh, well, times a week. Unfortunately, there's a lot of there's has been a, a lot yeah. of that going on. Um, I, I would say on the cab driver front, that's actually in the news today because a bunch of the rideshare drivers out at the airport are mad because uh, apparently they the airport kind of redid their area where they stage. Oh yeah, there. right. But they, they they've given them like a. Sounds like a honey bucket or a porta potty type situation out there. And um, some of the drivers are complaining. They got to go to the, I mean, they got to be out there for hours waiting for people sometimes. And their right. like, bathroom facilities are bad. They're also asking for a facility to do prayer. And um, they're going to start doing these like informational strikes, I think once a week, where they're basically going to all turn their apps off and sit out there and, and uh, protest. So that, that, that gets underway today for the first time. So, yeah. Why did they keep changing where they go and what they, cause back in the day there was a cab area and I know that there is now, but it's, if you want to do this, you got to go here. You want to do that. You got to go there. I don't know. It, well, it just, it's the rise of the, it's the rise of the Ubers and the lifts and whatnot. That's true. Yeah. Before that's there true. was a taxi area and that was, right. that was how it is. And, did I ever, I think I told you guys this before, but every time I hear a taxi story, I'm reminded of this. A, a friend of mine used to know some stuff about the taxi driver biz. And when one taxi driver would wrong another taxi driver and things got really heated between of them, uh, sometimes one would come and like shiv the dude in the ass. What? So he couldn't, oh. so he couldn't sit. Ow. That's hilarious. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. crazy. So you got stabbed in the butt so you can't sit down. Yeah, like you just jam him in the ass <laughs> and then or butt. And then no like ass. the guy can't so if you can't sit, you can't work, right? Like that's your livelihood. It's also my livelihood, too. Okay, jeez. You better look out because looking at shiv you in the ass, Brittany. Yeah, the Tevin with this lighting situation. Let's... I will not be shiving Brittany in the ass. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank my you. God. What a conversation we've got. There's a Thanks lot of a drops. Lot, Mr. Yeah. We'll talk to you in a month I, or so. I can't hear anything about cabbies without thinking about that. I'm like, oh, my God. Was it that cutthroat of a thing? But that, That's it, also, like, hilariously clever because, oh, I could, you know, slash your tires, mess with your car so it doesn't run. No, I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to, you know, stab you in the ass so now you can't sit down. You have no choice but not to work. I mean, it's also you know. assault, and it could land you in uh, Yeah, I mean, there is, there is that, too. It but might. It's, I find the funny. 
comical side of it. I'm good. I do too. Do you believe that everybody in radio right now is sitting there listening to this and they're going, God, that's all I have to do is stab that guy in the throat and I'll get a job? Way to go, Chris. <laughs> right? Right? Wait, anybody would have to, to stab me right in the face and, you know, put some nice scarring <laughs> you, or something on here. Do you think people don't know that stabbing ends things? Like, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Jesus, nice story. Nice reporting. How often have you done that on TV? Let's talk about stabbing people in the ass. What do you say? Uh, I haven't had the opportunity, Tom, but given yeah, the opportunity, I would I would open yeah. up that can of worms. Um, on a serious note, there's been a threat at the – it's not specified to the Minneapolis or the St. Paul campus at the U of M, but some uh, Yahoo made some kind of a threat – um, his name is Joseph Mark Rongstad, and uh, he made a threat, said he was going to come and do something bad at, at uh, what he referred to as the Twin Cities campus. Uh, oh. there's, there's more than one Twin Cities campus, right? So that, um, but they, it sounds like the campus is open with normal operations, although they, um, they're in J term right now. So there aren't a lot of kids who are there, yeah. but yeah. anyway, that, that just came down within the last hour or so I wanted it. There might be some parents and grandparents out there who might hear something about that. So, so I, I, I have a question for you. So, so yeah. he's threatening to do what? Uh, come there and like shoot up the place or something. Uh, shoot up the place. Yeah. Great. Once yeah. again, I will say this again, and we started the show with this very thing. Our politicians and new national news people, not local news people, but national news people and politicians are making people more and more pissed off every day. And that's one of the big reasons, not the only reason, of course, but you're influencing people to be unsettled, unhappy and mad as hell. You better back off that stuff or this is never going to end. It's only going to get worse because of your constant chirping and bitching on the air. Yeah, I think there definitely seems to be a, uh, a certain tone to things. And I do think people seem fairly triggered too. I, I, I would agree with you on that, Tom. Well, I'll give you an example. I don't hate Biden and I don't hate Trump. Neither one of them is probably my kind of guy, but oh, that goddamn Trump, oh, that damn Biden. Settle down, relax. You don't have to be pissed off. You're going to end up with one or the other. So you may as well accept that and let's move forward, right? Well, you want to get right down to it. You can kind of ask yourself how much of an impact on your daily life either of them really, truly has. That's true. No, you're absolutely right. So I don't know. Somebody could argue with me on, you know, different tax policies and, you know, this and that and whatever. Like I get immigration stance, like I get it, but really on a day-to-day basis. But a lot of people hang their whole lives on it, which, you know. You know what I love the most, though? Tevin, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not just because it's Biden, but it was Biden that did it. He did a church at a, a very famous black church where an unfortunate massacre happened. And he was basically telling all the black people what it's all about to be black. I'm like, oh, okay, Joe, I'm sure you know all about it. I'm watching the speech and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I, it was very odd. And again, not just because he's Joe Biden, but why would anyone do that? Right. Yeah, that's kind of politicians' favorite thing it to is. do is go into a you know a black neighborhood and you know more or less educate them on how it is to live their lives. It's true. I'll tell you how to live black. Oh, will you? Okay, good. You know, like I said, and it's not, I don't lean left or right. I'm stuck in the middle, which pisses everybody off. Apparently, I have no friends in politics because you either have to be uh, off to the left or off to the right, and I got no interest. I'm just kind of stuck in the middle with you bums. Uh, did you see, did you guys see the other day, um, Dean Phillips was holding a news conference and um, not one, or no, it wasn't a news conference. It was a rally. I think it was out in New Hampshire and not rally. one person, not one person showed up for it. Oh, oh no. And there was a, there, look it up on, on the Google. There's a picture of him. <laughs> I love it when you say the Google, by the, the way. There's a picture of him sitting on the back of a of like his bus, oh, just sitting there, like Dean. looking all distraught. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It just made me think of that with the with the political thing. Dean's an interesting guy because he called uh, the family podcast back in the day, and he asked if he could be a guest on, and. Uh, 
they booked him and he came on. He was at the time, I don't even know what the hell he was doing, collecting money for Phillips, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Drink more vodka. Thank you. Good to go. But he came in a very, very pleasant guy, and he asked me on the show live if I would endorse him if he ran for political office. I said, well, I don't really know you, but I know a friend of yours. Uh, and so far, if this if this agreement, uh, I mean, excuse me, this interview goes well, then I would definitely consider it. I did end up endorsing Dean Phillips. Have not heard a word from him since. What a political thing to do. Isn't that amazing? You know, are politicians that stupid? You ask somebody for a favor, they do you the favor, and then when you don't need them anymore, you know, just ignore them. That's not good thinking. I got to be honest with you. And I don't dislike Dean Phillips. It was just a really stupid move. And I would say him appearing in New Hampshire with nobody there, uh, I would have said, you know what? I'm sorry, but I got a gut ache. I can't get off this bus. I, I'd like to get off the bus and do a speech, except for there's nobody there. But wouldn't you make? Yeah, up a I would have. I would have come up with a. I would have come up with something to yes. sort through. Oh, whatever it might be. Yeah, I mean, you're looking out that window, and there's nobody out there. That that's a good point. Do not get off the. If there's nobody out there, do not get off the bus. Unfortunately, although now you can go in and have like colon cancer, and nobody knows where you've been for the last week. What is that? What happened to him? The defense secretary. Oh yeah, uh, prostate. Prostate. Pro- it was prostate cancer. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he went but, in. He went in for the surgery. Apparently, didn't tell anybody about it. Uh, had follow up pain and had to go back. And that's when um, people are really mad because he was in there for an extended amount of time without any notification of. Yeah. I mean, from part of me is like that's just a that's a really Washington-y story that really no one in the real world cares about. Yeah. But if you also look at that the other way, that like this is a high-ranking member of the cabinet, uh, a guy who should be reachable in the event, when you think about what world events are right now, um, at any moment, if the guy needed to be reached and nobody knew where he was, I I definitely get the concern there. But I also also feel like that's a, a... super DC story that somebody's just the feelings are hurt because this and that and whatever yeah. didn't happen. I don't know. That's yeah, true. I know you got to go, but I want to ask everybody, obviously, including you, this situation, why did the Patriots part ways with Belichick who won six Super Bowl? Why would you ask him to go away? I feel like that's a big optics thing that they yes. need, they felt like they needed to do that. Um, yep. But, I mean, you know, well, you guys could argue for the rest of the show here today about whether the New England Patriots were what they were because of Belichick or whether it was Brady or as a combination right. of both because, you know, there's there's all kinds of different trains of thought on that, but – and it can be both, by the way, but people don't yeah. do that anymore. People don't go both anymore. It's either got to be one guy or the other. It's not both. Yeah, so it can be both, is. for it's sure. Both. It could be sometimes magic happens, and those are the special teams that you get. And, yeah. You know? I don't know. I admired uh, I admired the guy for years and years. Do you think he'll retire? Is he going to go anywhere? Anybody know? I don't know. I don't have a clue. I, I, I admire him for being a crab ass. All, like, he didn't have a <laughs> guy. He was not an ass kisser. He was not. I mean, I I like that about him a lot, but I also think maybe that's part of what might have people turned off now when things aren't going so well for them. But yeah, I love I loved his love of sweatshirts, but hatred of sleeves. Um, That was my favorite thing about him. And sometimes he'd wear an undershirt under the sleeves he'd cut off. And I was like, this man is wild for that. My favorite Bill Belichick thing was when Randy Moss was on the Patriots. It's Halloween time, and Randy Moss is setting up a team party. So he goes Mm -hmm. into Bill's office, and they got this clip of him saying, like, you know, hey, coach, you know, me and the guys, we're throwing this together. Um, You know, I don't know if it's your thing, but if you want, he goes, yeah, I love Halloween. I love Halloween. And he's like, I don't think he's going to show up. He shows up with his wife, and they're both full costume pirate. He's got the the eye patch. He's got a drawn-on beard, (laughs) just loving it. And it's like at a a roller skate rink. So it's Bill Belichick just as a pilot, uh, a pirate, excuse me, roller rink skating. And it's just the best video of all time. It's so amazing. We can close with this. I have a candidate 
for the worst roller skater of all time. Because there used to be that old skate rink over in St. Louis Park with the dinosaur on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Who is the worst roller skater you've ever seen? I mean, I'm or haven't seen, heard I, of. I mean, I would imagine it's you. Yeah, I, that's what I, I was gonna say. Good call. <laughs> I suck at roller skating, so I couldn't ice skate. I couldn't roll. I, I don't know what the hell it is with my balance when I'm on wheels or a blade. It's you not check true. your genetics as a Minnesotan if you can't skate. Yeah. Oh, I, look, my genetics set me up basically to be kind of an owly pain in the ass. Yeah. That's, that's, my, I, that's what my my family did for me. I've seen you bowl and I can't unsee that. Um, All right, let's not let's not move into many sports here. Bye, shall Chris. We? Love I you. Go <laughs> Bye. Channel 5's Chris Egg is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh. I don't call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation to 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Channel 5's Chris Eggert. Again, I know I say it quite often, but I'm going to say it again. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Just a great guy. Yeah. Now, here's something else I suck at. Let's take a break. What do you think? I love it. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed skating, it. Skating, roller skating, and reading advertisements. Are you good at anything, Tom? You're actually super good at reading advertisements, so calm down. You're good at your profession, 1,000%. That's probably a good thing. Thank you. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all of your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever. When you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order, get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. And take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA. On sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. -E -E That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carpet care. Yeah, baby, we'll take care of it. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years, by the way. Why? KNL Surplus and Ammo offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region. The big box stores say they have a big selection, but that usually just means they have a lot of inventory not a wide selection of different types of firearms. KNL has a broad selection of different calibers, plus KNL surplus and ammo is veteran owned. I know the guy's a great guy. Offers first responder and veteran discounts. KNL is committed to safety and is a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL surplus and ammo has been the choice of gun overs for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. 